Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for this King, this Savior, Messiah Jesus. He commanded His people. Are you one of His people? He said, Watch therefore, for you don't know the hour of the coming of the Son of Man, and be ye ready. The Lord Jesus is going to come through the clouds for His people. Take His people. They will be caught up in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we always be with the Lord. We're going to the marriage supper of the Lamb. He's preparing a place for us now. Is he preparing a place for you? Have you been born again by the Spirit of the living God because you've received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? Dove Schwartz here, host of Watch Therefore. And boy, do we have something exciting to talk about today. A very familiar passage of Scripture, but in its right context to get the right meaning. Let's have a word of prayer. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus, thank you. Thank you that we're saved in this crazy, wacky world. Thank you that we have this Savior, Messiah Jesus, who's coming for his people any moment. Help us to prepare to be conformed to the image of Messiah Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. We pray it and thank you. Amen and amen. Uh, there's a very familiar passage of Scripture I'm going to share with you in just a moment. But first, a little story. And, and this story is, uh, I'm going to give a little cross-reference before I even give you the Scripture for the program. In, in the book of James, it says that we are, con we are to consider it all joy when we fall into various trials, knowing that the testing, the proving, the testing of our faith produces endurance. But we're to let endurance have its perfect work, that you may be perfect, complete, Lacking in nothing. When it says perfect, it means mature, complete, lacking in nothing. And, and so there's a goal, there's a purpose in trials, yes? And, and I'm going to share an analogy with you and go to the, the heart of the message for this program today. So thankful to be with you here in Messiah Jesus. Are you in Messiah Jesus? Not in Adam and his sin, but are you in Messiah Jesus and his love and forgiveness and, and his destiny for your life? Now, uh, there's a purpose in trials, and that's what we're to consider it joy. We're not going to we're not to be happy or joyful about the problem itself and say, "Whippy, you know, someone's dog got hit by a car today." Yay! No, that's stupid. But what we are to do is we are to recognize that when trials are in our lives, the Lord is using them for a beneficial purpose in our lives. And and so here's the analogy: the uh, because when it says in that passage I just quoted, it says that that um, there's a testing, there's a proving, right? There's a testing. Uh, so here's, here's the analogy. The silversmith or the goldsmith, uh, let's say the silversmith, he takes the uh, raw silver that's been uh, mined, the ore, and he, he drops it in the pan, turns up the heat, and, and it, and it uh, becomes liquefied, and, and then the impurities come to the top. And then he scoops off the impurities, that things that are not silver, rock, nickel, you know, whatever, and he, he throws them away, he discards them, and he looks in the pan. He turns down the heat, and he looks in the pan. He's looking for something. And, and, and he doesn't see yet fully what he wants, so he turns up the heat again. Yes? And that's what happens in trials. Consider it all joy, my brother, when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing, the proving. And so, see, gold and silver, precious metals are tested. They're proven, and the impurities are removed. Yes? And, and, and so, 
he turns up the heat again and, and he takes off the top more impurities and, and cools it down, turns down the heat. And, and boy, we're glad when those trials go away, aren't we? <laughs> and so we're, we're glad when th- those problems are resolved and, and we should be. And the Lord is our help. He's a very present help in time of trouble. Amen. Yet there's something bigger. There's something greater. There's a, there, there, there is a, a loftier goal the upward call of God in Messiah Yeshua. So he looks in the pan again. He's looking for something, and now he begins to see it. What's he looking for? He's looking for a reflection of himself. And that's more important than the trouble associated with the testing. And that's a hard thing for us to get a hold of. I mean, naturally, legitimately, there's nothing wrong with that being a difficult thing to get a hold of. But we need to get a hold of it. I do, in greater measure. Yeah, these are things that need to go from our, our understanding in our mind and our head to our spirit so we can have a hold of it and, 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 and then command our mind and command our soul to bless the Lord. Oh, my soul, and all that is within me, even in trials and difficulties. So here we go to this passage I was promising. And the passage is in Romans eight twenty eight. And boy, have we heard this one a time or two. You ready? And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Now, you know, I've heard this passage quoted with just the part of it that kind of applies to, could, if in the natural, uh, in, in the thinking of man, they'd like to apply it to everyone. But it, but it really doesn't apply to everyone. You know, here's what people say, and well, we know all things work out together for good. Well, for those who are not called according to his purposes to, for those who don't love Abba Father. No, no, not all things all will work out together for good. As a matter of fact, things are going to get really bad and they're going to get really worse. And then they're going to be in hell forever in, in, in torment. Right? Well, how can you say that? Well, that's why we need to share the gospel. That's the truth. You know, I'm so glad people say, well, you shouldn't come to Jesus because you don't want to go to hell. Well, I think it's a pretty good reason. I think it's a really good reason. That's why he came to save us. Of course, he loves us. Of course, he wants to spend eternity with us. But he came to save that which was lost, right? And so, of course, when we repent of our sins and we, the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom, we learn deeper wisdom and greater wisdom. We learn the knowledge of the Lord. We, we grow in grace. We learn to love him and bless his holy name and to want to walk with him and enjoy his presence in our life and, and to need his presence in our life, certainly. But, but let me get back to this passage. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who love Abba Father. Yes? And that's when I, in the New Testament, there's a, there's a, 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 a pattern of distinction in the Godhead, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. And when you see the, the English translation of the word, word God, often, most often, that speaks of the God, the Father. And then we see the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. And, and so, it's not always the case, but in most cases. And so, for those who love God, the Father, and to those who are called according to his purpose. Well, see, this, this dynamic in, in, the, in verse 29 and 30 uh, really flesh this out. They explain what this means. And we're going to talk about those in, in, primarily in the, in the second part of the program today. But here's the question. Do we obey the two most important commands? When, at, when asked by uh, religious leaders who knew the Bible, what were the two most, or what was the most important commandment? 
Messiah Jesus said the most important commandment is to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength. And the second is to love our neighbor as ourself. Right? And, and so, all things work out together for good to those who love Abba Father. Earlier in the passage, in uh, chapter 8, verse 13, uh, excuse me, uh, verse 15, it says, For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you, you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba Father. The Holy Spirit uh, was the adoption agent that came uh, to, to give this new birth to us as we receive Messiah Jesus as Lord and Savior. And then we have our Father in heaven. We've been adopted by our Father through our Lord Jesus by the agency of the Holy Spirit. Yes? And, and, and by him we cry out, Oh, Abba, Father. So my help comes from Abba, Father. I, I have a Father in heaven. Yes? Messiah Jesus, when, when asked, How do we pray? Teach us how to pray. He says, Oh, Father who art in heaven. Holy is thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven, and so on, through the rest of the prayer, right? Yeah, so, so in Romans 8, 28, all things we know, all things work out together for good to those who love God, and to those who are called according to his purpose. Do you know how someone for sure knows they're called according to his purpose? It, this is really deep, you ready? It's when they're walking in his purposes they're walking out his purposes uh it's like the family business the kingdom of god his purposes are my purposes and i'm living those out in my life by grace and mercy yeah i don't have to try to do that but his grace and mercy is flowing out of a life who loves him right and so uh we're called according to his purpose Yes, and we're going to teach more about this in just a second, or we're going to talk more about this. Well, actually, I'm going to talk more about it, and Lord willing, you're going to listen <laughs> in just a moment. But I'm going to take a break first, and I just want to share my heart about a few things. Uh, we uh, at Watch Therefore Radio have this incredible media opportunity to go to Watch Therefore Television. Uh, there's a national television network that is a believing uh Born Again Christian Network that is um, considering our program, and uh, it's going to cost some money. You know, the gospel is free, but this, the media, which is very effective, is at radio and television, especially television. I've had a television program for a couple of years and stepped down from it, and the Lord then gave me this Watch Therefore format for the radio, and now I believe the Lord's calling me to take this Watch Therefore format from the radio onto television, Watch Therefore TV. So, I encourage anybody who would like to hear more about this, to sew into this, to let me know. Go to watchtherefore.tv. That's watchtherefore.tv. And we are really asking the Lord to raise up partners to facilitate the expenses of moving to television. So let me know if the Lord is putting that on your heart. If you want This Watch Therefore message is very unique, sadly. It's very unique, and uh, it's very timely. I think many of you would agree. And if you agree enough to want to sow into it, and you can sow into it prayerfully, you may say, I'm not, I don't have the finances for it, but I want to know more about it that I might pray for you about this. We really do need prayer partners to help us. Uh, and, and so 
go to watchtherefore.tv and let us know. We also have our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, who's sponsoring the program. Go to blessingisraelibelievers.com. And on that national television program, we are really going to promote the Blessing Israeli Believers uh, ministry. So if you really have a heart for, for the Israeli believers, this is a good way for you to go as well. Now, having said all of that, we are going to... Oh, oh one more thing. The, uh, the tour, the October tour, our tour uh, company owner, we've got a lot of people on the tour already, but he said we've got room for a few more, and he's opening it up for a few extra days. So if you're interested, you, uh, you can get in by the skin of your teeth. If you go to blessingisraelibelievers.com, there is a brochure, an online brochure you can look at there. Now, back to this wonderful teaching. My name is Dove Schwartz um, with Watch Therefore Radio. Uh, and we are looking at Romans 8, 28 through 30 and looking at the context to get a better understanding of this often taught and sometimes misinterpreted verse. And so it says, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. And see, this is the caveat. It's not just that all things work together for good for everyone. No, it's to those who love Abba Father. Abba Father. And Messiah Jesus said that he is the way, the truth, and life, and there's no way to Abba Father except through him, right? So for those who have been received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, have been born again, because Messiah Jesus said, unless you're born again, you can't see the kingdom of God. And, and, and they are walking by the life of the Holy Spirit. These are the only ones things will work together to good for. Now, I want to ask a question, and I, and, and I really want to hone in also on this being called according to his purposes. What does it mean that all things work together for good? Because tragically, in a, in a real legitimate human physical sense, tragically, there are times where his purpose, purposes aren't for things to get better. There, there are times when his purposes are for things to even, in the natural, in the physical, short term, for them to get much worse. Can I give you an example? Um, Jesus, our Lord, cried out to Abba, Father, Oh, Father, if possible, let this cup pass before me. I, I personally believe that's because he was getting ready to experience a separation from the Father he'd never experienced. And that that separation literally was part of the payment for our sins because everything we would experience from our sin, the penalty of it, Messiah Jesus experienced, and we were going to be separated from God the Father forever. So a separation had to take place. That's part of the penalty for our sin he took upon himself on the cross. So it got worse. It got worse. He cried out, oh, Lord, that this cup might pass before me, but no longer my will, but thy will be done. He said, not thy will, but my will be done. Things did work out together for good for our Messiah Jesus. He was resurrected after the cross. He now sits at the right hand of the Father. Are the prophetic plans and purposes of the Lord are coming to pass. We're going to see him come through the clouds for us. That's why we should watch, therefore. So things did get better and are getting better, and for eternity will be grand for this King and this Savior, Messiah Jesus. All power, glory, and honor to his name. But things got worse. And, and, and so working, things working together for good does not always mean that immediately things will get better. In the, in the natural situation in front of us that could be very painful, right? And, and that's why I believe he tells us, he, he puts that in there, to those who are called according to his purpose. What does this mean? 
Well, let's read 29 and 30. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. So I want to talk about being called first. Because I want to go over uh, to uh, the book of James. And in, in the book of James, uh, we, we see that Abba Father calls people. Abba Father calls people. Yes? And uh, it says in James 1.18, Of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth that we might be kind of first fruits of his creatures. Right? It's speaking about the Father there. Uh, I'll back up a little bit uh, to verse 17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. And, you know, you can say, oh, well, are, you, are you some kind of Calvinist? I certainly am not. I certainly am not. I do believe that the Lord calls and, and he predestines and he chooses some and doesn't choose others. And you might say, well, that sure sounds like a Calvinist. Well, no, no, no. I also believe that all men everywhere are responsible to repent and, and for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever, whosoever, believes in him, will not perish but have everlasting life. And you might say, well, I can't rec how can you reconcile those two things? Well, I can't solve every problem, and I don't pretend that I can. I believe the, the mathematical equation pi, I believe that's 22 over 7, 3.14, is unsolvable in the human equation, but I believe God can solve pi. But I will say this much. The Lord calls those who are his, and we see that, right? And, and, and so uh, in Romans 8, 28 and then to 29 it says in verse 29 for whom he foreknew he also predestined so we see the lord choosing his people and the means by which he will call them and then here's the purpose here's his purposes to conform them to the image of his son right that his son messiah his only begotten son messiah jesus might be the firstborn among many brethren right that means, that means Messiah Jesus is the first. He's the preeminent one. He's the first one to die and be resurrected, die in a human body and be resurrected in a glorified body. Right? But he's just the first fruits. Many more come after him. Yes? And, and his purpose, his primary purpose, which to him and if we learn to think right to us is eternal and more important than fixing things that are right in front of us that we want fixed, no matter how painful they are. And for me, there are times I don't like that. How about you? Why? Because we have this real thing called flesh that we live in, and it does not want to go the way of the cross. The flesh does not want to think about things eternal. The flesh is a, is a staging ground for every foul and wicked thing. Paul the apostle said, no good thing dwells within me. Yes? And, and so the reality is, we have really bad stuff in us that is very temporary and wants uh, uh, to avoid the life of the cross and the... And the purposes of Abba Father in Messiah Jesus in us, right? 
So when it says, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose, what we need to get a hold of is that, that his purpose of conforming us to the image of his son for which he chose us and went and, and saved us for is more important. And of course, then, that, that whom he predestined, these he also called, and whom he called, these he also justified. He said, that one's declared righteous. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. Hallelujah. In, in the economy of the kingdom of heaven, we, we are already glorified. We sit in, at, at the right hand of the majesty on high. We sit in heavenly places with Messiah Yeshua, with Messiah Jesus, right? Positionally, yet not practically, but we will practically. But in the here and now, will we put our faith and when we put our sight on things above and when we think about his purpose being more important than fixing my immediate pain and problem. That doesn't mean there aren't many times where he doesn't step right in and fix things and, 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 and deliver us. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. Yet like he waited for Lazarus to raise him from the grave because he had a plan. There's times where he waits to fix our problems too. And there, in some cases, there are times when he waits until the next life. And, and, and that doesn't mean we shouldn't seek him to deliver us. My help comes from the Lord, hallelujah, maker of heaven and earth. But those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. And they will mount up with wings like eagles. Yes. And, and so I believe that's for somebody listening today. And you know what? It certainly is for me. It certainly is for me. Will you pray with me? Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, I thank you. I thank you for your plans and your purposes. I thank you for calling me. I thank you for calling those who are listening who are in the Lord today. I thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. And I ask you, Father, to, to teach us what it means that all things work together for good to those who love you, Abba, Father. We love you and those who are called according to your purpose. And, and, and I ask for anyone, Father, who's listening right now who's not yet learn to love you through receiving Jesus Christ as Lord, because only in Jesus the Lord can we love you by the Holy Spirit giving us life and understanding of how grand and how good and how kind and loving and merciful you are. Oh, Father, show them Messiah Jesus now that they need to be saved and receive him as Lord. Call upon the name of the Lord and you will be saved. Hallelujah. And Father, I pray in Messiah Jesus' name for all of our listeners that we would desire the primary purpose of all of this, and that is to be conformed to be the image, a reflection of your dear Son. Thank you, Father, Messiah Jesus. I pray the program's blessed you today. We're, we're out of time, and I need to tell you something as we close. Watch, therefore, Messiah Jesus is coming any moment. Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, 
and mail. Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus. Hi, this is John Peak with Israeli Self-Defense, Haganah Houston. If you've ever thought about taking classes to learn skills to protect you and your family, we are the people to see. We offer authentic Israeli self-defense, performance-based fitness, and firearm training. We can help you and your family gain the skills to protect yourself in a functional way in a safe environment with Jesus as the head and the guide for us, having both integrity in the business and integrity on the mat. We want to come alongside you to help you gain the skills you need without breaking the bank. We offer 14 classes a week, 12 different curriculums. Active shooter scenarios, active assault scenarios, things that would actually possibly happen in real life. You can reach us at IsraeliSelfDefense.net, 713-252-5836. IsraeliSelfDefense.net, 713-252-5836. Don't get caught without a plan.